something you don't know. Well, I did at least. <laughs> well, you knew something that no one we've asked knew. This is true. I found something new and exciting, and it has to really kind of do with our well, field. Is it new, new? New to us. <laughs> we will find out why. So we're going to be talking about 10x. I don't know if you, again, if you guys don't know of it, trust me, stick with it. This is actually really interesting. I find this so fascinating, but I personally might be receiving it for my foot. So that should give you a hint if you have been following us and listening to what is going on with our with, with my our foot. feet. <laughs> with our feet. It's practically like yours now. <laughs> you suffered with me this whole entire time. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's gonna be a little little update on what mm-hmm. Laura's got going on, why she's a, potentially a candidate. They're gonna be looking into that, yeah. how we got exposed to it, and what it could potentially mean in the future for our field. And if you haven't yet, I go back and listen to our Laura's injury episode because it will make a lot more sense of why. Yeah. We'll um, say history. Yeah, in that episode that will has give it all. definitely a good chunk of the history of why this is going the way it's going so i'll go ahead and just let you pause it here jump back and then come back and join us again and for the rest who's already listened let's go ahead and get into it let's go you're listening to the pt assistance podcast with your hosts ken and laura thanks for joining for another exciting episode all right so let's dive into the 10x the what 10x. Okay. What do you think I said? Uh, I knew what you said, but you said it so low, I just wanted you to say it again. Oh, yeah. So 10x. A lot of people don't know what it is. Did you ask anybody at work? Yeah. Oh, my PT didn't even know what it was. Huh, neither did either of mine. <laughs> really? They yeah. didn't? So I asked one. I'm going to give you the easier one first. The first one I asked. No, sorry. I'm gonna, the second one I asked <laughs> said he's never heard of it and he was kind of curious on what it was. I already know who that is. Okay. This, the first one I asked was because I asked him about it, and then he's like, oh, I've never heard of it. I'm like, yeah, I was going to look into it. And then he pop quizzed me on what makes a validated study. Yeah. But he made it sound way more <laughs> intense, I guess. He's like, what variables must be considered when proving a hypothesis at the p-value of greater than 0.04? I'm like, excuse me? I was just asking you if you knew what 10x was. You're like, go away. It's <laughs> not what this is about. I was like, uh, case study? I don't know. Well, I don't even know what you're asking me. It's funny because you didn't even tell me what the second one said. And right, I was like, you know who. Literally. So. Yeah. You were like, the first one said, oh, interesting. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, that's not how he would respond. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we are going to be talking about 10X. It is something that actually, what I've come across, a lot of people don't know of. I didn't know about it until clearly recently. Um, I know you didn't know about it until clearly recently, but I find that it's something that Well, how did you find out about it? Okay. Why is it relevant? Why are we doing this episode today? Well, I thought that was in the intro. (laughs) Well, we can say it again. We'll get a little bit more into it, yeah. So, I am still consistently having pain within my Achilles. Um, Still throughout the day, like, for example, I just worked a full eight hours and I feel like my foot is wanting to be cut off. Like I'm just so over it. And so I was talking to one of the PTs at my work who oversees multiple clinic sites. 
And um, I was saying how like I possibly want to go back and get an injection from the old doctor. Just kind of stop the heel pain that was going on at the bottom of my foot, I should say. And so he was like, well, have you heard of Dr. So-and-so? I don't want to say his name just because I don't have permission. And I was like, well, no. What, what, what's up with this doc? Like, what, what's, what we got going on here? And he goes, well, um, one of the things that he's interested in is Achilles tendon. And he goes, actually, he's really fascinated by it. He's one of the doctors that works at our university. He's associated with them. He works in their sports medicine section. And so he, he's really had a very interesting fascination with you know, Achilles, he's doing some interesting work. He's doing something different. Um, maybe you should go check him out. And I was like, well, I'm always down to kind of see and get different opinions and see what's going on. So the best part was he texted the doctor <laughs> and was like, hey, I have a PT who I'd love to get into you, to your office. So I got a call a couple days later from their office scheduling me. And literally, they just got me like right in. Um so I went in and talked to him and at first I really didn't know I like I didn't know what procedure he was doing differently what he was going to look at any of that kind of stuff so I went in and I told him my whole entire history which because I'm in the realm that I'm in you know with this field in general I can give a pretty detailed history of everything that's pretty much going on with this Achilles and literally practically leave out nothing so I gave him a very very detailed history history which I feel like I can give a detailed history (laughs) on your foot by now actually you probably could um and it was really funny though because like he I was like is this too much And he goes no no no, I'm loving this history give me more give me more I'm like all right and he's sitting there like on his laptop like typing it all in and so we run through everything and so I was like so I was like, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Like, I, I would love to get back to the point where I can work full time. Um, I would love to get back to the point where, like, I'm not hurting after a full, like, a day of work or even a half day of work. Um, I would just kind of like to get somewhat better and see what's going on a little bit. So that's when he was like, okay, well, do you know really what I'm doing? And I was like, not particularly. I just knew you're fascinated with Achilles and you're doing some interesting stuff. And he goes, well, that's all true. He goes, so I would do 10X. So based off of the research I found in his description of it, what 10X is, is it's a needle that goes into the affected area and it sends ultrasound waves through the tissues at a frequency that is set to break up bad tissue like scar tissue, calcifications, um, and just like other stuff. Do you know how it it discriminates between bad tissue and good tissue it's a wave frequency that's what i was told so that same wave frequency can't attack healthy tissue yeah because the the like the way it would break it down like it's it's set up at a different frequency like you need a different frequency for healthy tissue so the concept is the same of like kidney stones they do the same concept with kidney stones when they go to break them up so what this does is it breaks up the tissue and then at the same time they flush saline through to flush all that bad tissue out and kind of leave room for healthy new growth of either tissue or healing just process to start. Um, he said this doc specializes in that technique. So he he was very, one thing I liked with him is he's very upfront. He goes, you are, will be the seventh person I've done it on. So it's still fairly fresh for him. Um, he's one of the few doctors I kind of find in the area that actually does perform it. 
However, when I was looking out, the lot more doctors in general are starting to perform this throughout the United States. Um, he said, you are my second post-op. And he goes, and you're not a very easy post-op. <laughs> he goes, because you, of your history. Yes, because of my history. And so, like, my big thing right off the bat, as I asked him, I was like, he started talking about insurance. Like, okay, like, all I need is this. And we'll dive in a little bit more of, like, whether and how he found out I was okay to move with, go with 10X. Like, that it would be helpful for me, most likely. We'll talk about that in a second, but like he brought up the whole like, okay, this is what next steps and then, you know, we need to get insurance approval. And so I I straight up asked him too, because I was like, okay, well, already based off of my history, I know for a fact that PRP um, was denied by insurance because they didn't think it was going to be beneficial because I'm already post-op and they only do it maybe one time for pre-op and like to prepare for surgery. I'm not like super familiar with PRP, but on an insurance standpoint, I thought they'd almost never cover. Very rarely, and they only usually do it before surgery, and it's okay. kind of higher in- insurance this year. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, and then usually like, they I give you like one or any... two injections, but based off of what I've been hearing in multiple research, they don't find any benefit with just one injection. You need like multiples of PRP. Yeah, no. I've, I've never met anybody who's had insurance cover their prp yeah so like i and that was my big thing i was like i've never heard of 10x is insurance really going to cover this um and he goes no insurance will he goes i haven't had insurance deny it for any reason he goes in fact these are the people who are best at candidate because it's less invasive um it's in and out of the office pretty quickly um and they find benefit out of it, and it's proven technology. Because I was like, is this, like, new? And he goes, no, it's been around forever. He goes, we just put, used it differently. He goes, we used it, and that was when he came up with, like, the kidney stones and kind of explained that a little bit more. And I was like, okay, interesting. That That is true. Um, so what I found is a lot of it, they're using this for tendonitis. So, like, Achilles tendonitis, they're using it for bicep tendonitis, uh, patella tendonitis, I'm running. There's a lateral epicondylitis. Yeah. yeah. So like they're using this as a way to hopefully where conservative treatment has failed, but they're trying to prevent like a major surgery because he calls it a procedure, started looking up on it. It is considered a surgical intervention because you're technically can be changing the structure of the tissue because you're breaking up that tissue. So it is something like, as I did research on it, they, some people consider it surgery. Some people do not consider it surgery. Uh, to me, if I'm not going under, I don't really count it as surgery. So you said that you're the first person he's going to do it to that has had surgery. Second. I would be the second. Okay, I'm the most so complicated one. So he was very I mean, with your upfront. history, yes, you're very complicated. Yeah. Um. Uh, very upfront. He told me, he goes, I really think you're a good candidate for it. However, with how complicated your history is due to your surgeries and everything that went on with them, he goes, I can't promise that that's going to be better. Like that's going to fully take anything away. He goes, or that anything's going to go away at all. Like I can't promise that, but there's definitely areas I think that I can help you improve. I think so, but I can't promise it. And I was like, all right, well, that's fair to me that you're not trying to make these extravagant promises up front. I like when doctors don't do that. Um, 
because then it just gets you disappointed if they do. You're just being realistic. Yeah. And so going to the back, because I know we kind of hopped over it a little bit, but going back to the way that he found that I was a good candidate for it was they did an inside, like, first of all, I was with this doctor for 45 minutes, just me and him talking, which I feel like that's like never heard of. That's kind of rare. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like what? What kind of doctor spends 45 minutes with their patient? When he told me about everything, um, he was like, okay, well, in order to see if you're a candidate, I need to take a look at the tissue via ultrasound. So he literally pulled up an ultrasound right there and just started taking it up and down my Achilles. And there would be points where I was like, ooh, that That's really tender. hurt. Like, I didn't, I did not like that. <laughs> Don't like that at Don't all. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. And then um, he looked at the bottom of my, my heel, too, because I told him about that area. And so we found out a couple interesting things. One, this makes me laugh a little bit. I have a slight tear in my Achilles. <laughs> Of course you do. So the first thing he said is I wanted to make it very clear. He goes, your Achilles is structurally intact and actually looks really good. And he goes, as long with the uh, flexor holicus longus, they look really good. Um, He goes, you have a small tear. It's not that significant. He goes, however, with everything going else on and based off of like when I was moving, it was one of those areas that you're like, ooh, that's tender, which he goes, it makes sense. There's a small tear. And he showed it to me like there's a little, little, little gap in like. The fibers, which was interesting to see on the ultrasound. Like, that was a great thing. He sh- he walked me through the whole entire ultrasound with everything. And then we get closer down towards my insertion area where it really bothers me. And he goes, so you see how these fibers run nice and smooth. And it's going down and it's going straight. And then all of a sudden they get jumbled right here. And I go, yeah. And he goes, that's all the bad tissue. He goes, they're not scar tissue. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then he goes, and then you see this little darker area right in here. And he goes, and I'm like, because mm-hmm. that's the area where you're like, that really hurts. He goes, that's calcification. He goes, you've got some calcification in the, in the tendon itself. And that was that area that was just, and he goes, and those, I, he goes, I even have them. He goes, those aren't fun. <laughs> so, I mean, I know it's kind of a little off slash side topic, but go for it. why does the ultrasound hurt over that point? It was just a rubbing. It literally was oh, okay. purely the, the the wand. Just the going pressure over from it. the yeah. wand. You're just that tender. Uh-huh, in certain okay. areas. Um, I'm and like, I'm I still... didn't really think that would hurt. Like, why would it? No, it's it's. I'm still tender to certain. Okay. Um... Now it makes sense. I thought the ultrasound itself was painful. No. Versus was... you're just tender when he was kind of pressing along those spots. It just hurt. That's more. exactly. It was more of just like me straight up just tender along the spots. And like he didn't guide me in any way. I purpose. Like I. Want to be like, yeah, that hurts or that kind of stuff. Um, now then he went to the below kind of plantar fasciitis area because they do it for plantar fasciitis too. And so he went to go look and he goes, all right, well, let's see what's going on. And he cause like, I'm looking. He's like, I'm looking and looking. He goes, where is it? And I'm trying to point it out. And he's like, yeah, I'm not finding anything. But he's like, all right, let's take a look at it. He goes, first of all, your fat pad for your foot he goes, it's much smaller than the average person. He goes, you don't have a lot of fat there. And then on top of it, he goes, instead of being a smooth calcaneus with a little bit more surface area to disperse, you know, the pressure on your heel, he goes, you have like this hill. It comes to like this point and then it kind of goes back off. There's no flat. 
And so we believe that's why I'm getting that feeling like I can roll over a Lego or a heel or something like that is because of that. And he thinks I'm getting that inflamed. That spot that you keep having me grasped in? Yeah. He thinks I'm just getting inflamed there, but there's no actual scar tissue or anything else build up. I just keep irritating the tissue between the fat pad and the bone itself. So there's not anything he could technically do for that because there's no bad tissue within that region, which sucked. I mean, it sounds like he gave you some answers to some questions. Yeah. Though. And then he said it with, um, he's going to take a look at my, cause one of the things that he needed first, and that's the thing is I have an appointment this coming Friday with him to go over my x-rays cause he wanted x-rays to make sure there's no red flags. Um, if everything's there, then we go move forward and we talk about procedure time and, um, uh, insurance approval and, he, during that time too he he had to kind of get going after we went through all of it but he's like let me look a little bit more into your past because he has access to all my previous mris prior to even the first surgery prior to the second sur- or like post first surgery pre first surgery post first surgery <laughs> post second surgery <laughs> that mean that's why your history has got a lot going on yes and so he has access. he was probably feeling like you were reading him a novel probably it could be a novel at this point but um after he's like let me look into your um uh mris and see if your calcaneus is that way or if you're continuing to develop that type of bony structure so he was going to look over that and then we were going to kind of talk about it a little bit more in this upcoming one um now the interesting thing is is when i first talked to him he kind of made it seem like it's a real quick procedure in and out in the office type situation when I started reading online, there does look like there are precautions that you are to take afterwards, which I was like, oh, okay, this is a little Oh, no, you're going back in a boot. Oh, you're going back in a boot. <laughs> I'm crazy. For how long? Two weeks ish. Uh, I mean, it's not horrible. That's not horrible. It's been worse. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. But that's it is hilarious. What I look, again, this is not based off of him, which I'll get more answers from. Um, but from what I read on average, what I was seeing, it was two weeks of partial weight bearing in a boot. And then it's another possible two weeks of just boot. (laughs) Back to the boot you go. But then I saw some that were just the two weeks and then you're completely fine and good to go. Um, because they don't want to stress again. They don't want to put over stress onto that tendon right after they cleaned it out. So, um, that's what I found about 10X. I did a lot of research. I started looking into it a lot. Um, from what I can tell, the results are great. The concept in theory sounds amazing. It sounds like a great way that maybe possibly we can break up scar tissue without having to go in and create more scar tissue because scar tissue can cause a lot of problems when it builds up. I, I know that for a fact. I really think a lot of my problem right now is due to actually scar tissue at the insertion site. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that's kind of what 10 X is. What kind of brought you onto it? All right. Well, I'll give you a break from talking, talking. <laughs> Always. Whenever grab, we talk about drink my foot. Or... Yeah. It's just, <laughs> there's no one else that can. I'm just kind of listening to your story. It's, there's some things that I didn't know. For example, your boot. Oh. Um, but what I wanted to By bring up. By the way, up... can we just talk about the fact that Ken smiled so big? Oh yeah. That, I thought <laughs> that it was, was hilarious. So funny. You hate that boot. I've got three go, of them in my now closet. Now you're going back to it. So I thought it was funny. I've broken so many. Um. So once you told me about it, obviously I've never heard about it. 
Nah, my PTs didn't, so I kind of want to look into it a little bit. The I have a definition here, just kind of specifically on what it is. It's just what you said, but just a, an official way of way saying of it. Way of saying it. Um, so it says the 10X system uh, is an ultrasonic device involving a needle, which oscillates at high frequency to debride and aspirate disease tendon under ultrasound image guidance. Mm-hmm. Sounds so about, yeah. Kind of same. exactly what you said. Um, the one I'm bringing up, so I found a case study or a... Ken was in charge of the research, guys. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I mean, doing the I don't physical have, research. <laughs> I don't have experience in this. You're going to have experience I'll, I'll in I'll have this. that. I'll have the whole rundown. So I'll give you the book and Laura will give you the what actually happened. <laughs> so the article that I found, so they took, so this is the hard part. And it also brings me back to what my PT said. That's super complicated. The whole p-value, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> One, this study had 72 participants. And what it involved was kind of that objective dash, the mm-hmm. questionnaire. How are they feeling? Because it was on the elbow, correct? Yeah, so they did it on the elbow. Hence and why the dash. So what it also is, though, after they performed it, they waited. Hold on, let me get to it. Bum, 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 bum. So their first follow-up was in eight and a half months. Their second follow-up was in 15 months, and their last follow-up was in 35 months. The problem was after nine months of the procedure, they went from 72 people that entered to 37 provided the results. After 15 months, only 20 people provided results, and after 34 months, eight people provided a response. So that already kind of gives it that, um, do we have enough data according to this no. study? But <laughs> but at the same time, when I was looking into different studies on this, there isn't a lot Mm-mm. for this specific. Like you said, it's kind of relatively new. The doc that's doing it to you has only done it to seven people total. Yeah. It's becoming more popular and more people are starting to use this technique. And like you said, it's been around for a while. We just haven't used it for this purpose. Yeah, it's like it's almost kind of like well, how gene. I feel like dry needling was uh, discovered more of like we had a different intent, but it worked out like this kind of could be we could used use for it this. for yeah. that. <laughs> and yeah, so that's kind of what it's turning into. This um, off the bat it already kind of says that the limitations are that it wasn't randomized. There is no control group. There's just. There's a lot wrong. It's just like people who did it's it, pretty like, much. Yeah, they kind of went through it. Yeah. But they did conclude that in what they found out, that the 10X significantly improves symptoms and function in individuals with lateral epicondylitis, both short-term and over an extended follow-up period of up to three years. Mm-hmm. So the responses that they did get, even though it was minimal, they More showed positive. improvement. Yeah. They showed that they were doing pretty well. I mean, take that with a grain of salt, considering only eight people replied after three years. But I am curious on how it's going to go when you actually go do yeah. this procedure. I'm I'm very, needless to say, I'm very curious. And my, I want to make it very clear because I feel like um, even with like family members, I kind of have to deal with this. I feel like sometimes I think I'm just jumping from procedure to procedure or different docs to different docs. I have tried <laughs> I've tried a bunch of conservative techniques. I've tried strengthening. I've just tried. I've, and Ken can attest to this. I've put in my hours. 
of trying to get it to heal conservative ways and it will not <laughs> um i've put in countless hours of pt i put in i have maxed out unmaxable <laughs> visits <laughs> um in one year i can tell you guys i had over 40 visits to physical therapy and i only remember Let's the 40, see, 40 visits. visits three times a week 12 times in one month you're looking at four months three yeah. months I know we went over 40 because of the fact that we had to get medical approval after 40. Oh, like it was medically necessary. Yeah. <laughs> they have to go. It has to go through a medical review. No, I definitely so, know you've tried. Yeah. And you've seen several different specialists who have also attempted their own little things. And yeah, different things. And they just haven't. Really maybe worked. they'll help you for a little bit, but nothing's yeah. really stuck. So hopefully this I've is done it. Um, this is kind of like a part one to a future part two. Yeah, and hopefully everything goes well on Friday. Right now, Laura just got the details of 10X. We did our research because obviously it's not really well known in our field as of right now. So I don't know if anybody has heard of 10X that's listening. Um, Friday, you have your follow-up. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to discuss it further and the plans and yeah. the procedures, the process and all that. Recovering all that kind of stuff. And then we will ask you... Yeah, so kind our probably like immediate and after your little he healing period. Yeah, and check in with our Facebook. I mean, not our Facebook, but mainly our Instagram page because I'll probably have more updates live. I guess you could say in a way, like I'll probably put things up as it's happening. We're going live? No, we're not going live. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll probably have more things like that are like currently happening at different stages. Like, oh, that makes sense. If I can, guys, I'm not making any promises. If I can, I will try to get to get recorded the procedure. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that that's my goal is to hopefully get it recorded and maybe we'll stick it up on YouTube or something like that. Um, but our update on this will not be done till probably after a good chunk of like the recovery. I'm going through the recovery yeah. process so we can give you a good full rundown of what it's like. Um, but this is definitely something I think for our field that could definitely be beneficial for those who are looking for to avoid major surgery, but at the same time, conservative treatments not working. And I do think we have a right to give this information out if we know of it in a way. Uh, um, speaking of speaking that, with your PT in a way. <laughs> um, one of the criteria for that study I had mm -hmm. um, was dot, 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 without significant functional or clinical improvement after conservative management. Mm -hmm. So, like, you fall under that criteria. Yeah, I fall so, under a lot of different criteria. Well, true, because, I mean, you've also had invasive surgery. Never mind. But the criteria for this yeah. study was... They've tried and conservative treatment. Everything they I've failed, read to is everything's after conservative. Now but they're this. trying to avoid a major restructure of the Achilles at the same time. I wish I wouldn't known about this in the beginning. I probably could have gotten my... Yeah, I think the second part is kind of awareness, letting people mm -hmm. know um, that this treatment is out there and perhaps in the future after there's more studies and things done, we will see it more often. Yeah. We will have post-op patients coming in with the 10x procedure they healed and now we have to rehab there them. will be so therapy this, after this yes um i think in this study um physical therapy after procedure 76 percent 28 out of 37 had physical therapy yeah so a 
what is it, three-fourths of them a good chunk. had PT after this. So if people have this procedure done, they will be seeing us. And now you can yeah, familiarize like yourself you with the techniques. feel like you, you can, can strengthen. That's my goal is to kind of get to the point where I can even really strengthen my calf in general because it's so weak because I can't get past the pain <laughs> to strengthen. Um, so there definitely needs PT, and I know that. I know it needs to be strengthened, and I know all that, but it just can't get to that point yet. So hopefully, but again, follow us on Instagram. We'll give you the most updated information as we kind of go along as I feel also comfortable to share guys um I want to make sure that you know I feel like it's good enough to go out and for my own personal safety and that kind of stuff too um so I might have a little delay but I'll try to keep you guys up to date there uh don't forget to follow us on um, Twitter Instagram is where we're the most active we also have our YouTube channel we do I promise guys we do have some fun videos that are we're working on we're working on it. We got, we got planned. I will give you a warning. Um, a warning? Give well, me a sneak peek. Sneak peek. Two of the videos we're thinking of that we're in the works of, I should say, is we have officially purchased all of our massage guns that will range from $10 <laughs> up to the fancy ones. To much, much more. And we're going to try them out. And let me just tell you, it's funny already. And then another sneak peek is we've got dollar icy <laughs> versus some this nice is, yeah. <laughs> icy hot <laughs> so we're gonna put those to the test and see if some of those actually work and some other stuff too so don't forget to follow along um i hope you guys have been enjoying the interviews they've been absolutely amazing um and then i hope you guys enjoy this little update and can't wait to share more i feel like this will be very fascinating for our field in general we will keep tabs on what happens. All right. Talk to you guys later. Take care. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.